0: Hey, I'm Asher.
1: And I'm Jackson. And what
0: you're about to listen to is strictly confidential.
1: Hey Asher, how's your week been? Well, you kind of caught
0: me in a bit of a mood because... (laughs)
1: Welcome to the Coliseum of Christmas! I'm feeling festive! You guys excited? My
0: audio peaked so hard when I yelled festive, and I'm not even upset. I'm all hopped up on Christmas cheer. It's time to watch Christmas characters fight to the death!
1: So are you ready to dive right in?
0: Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to be entirely honest, I've kind of lost track
1: of who has had their spine removed and who remains so i will give you a quick recap of that because as listeners know i posted our bracket online so you could see what's going on but i didn't include what happened last week so you guys could guess so here's what happened last week in the second round of the brackets today we've got a big fight between mrs claus and rudolph our next battle is between scrooge and the devil krampus himself We've got in the Eastern Conference, we've got the Abominable Snowman versus Blitzen the Reindeer. And then last but not least, we've got the Grinch versus Jack Frost. These are some
0: tight matchups.
1: Tight matchups. So do you want to get started?
0: Yep. Now that we've done with everyone who's drowned in pools, it's time to get into the real fights.
1: All right. Mrs. Claus versus Rudolph.
0: All right. So, I mean, we can always pose the same art. I think for both of these, Mystical Reindeer... We can te- we can keep pointing towards their musculature and their natural, mother nature given strength, but I think in this fight there's like there's some allegiance here, right? Do you really think that Rudolph the reindeer is gonna unleash hell on essentially his own mother?
1: I think there's definitely an element of the familial relation that Mrs. Claus is totally willing to forego that Rudolph would not. I think that Mrs. Claus could just guilt trip him out of the arena. I think he could pull a
0: mom, like the ultimate mom move, and just make you feel so bad that you would ever think to affront your own mother. She hits you with the go to your room, and you're walking.
1: And also, I bet she would be mourning a little bit because of Santa dying last week. (laughs) Well, that Well, that's a disadvantage. No, I think she would be angry, and she would think, any of these Christmas beasts, I don't care about at all. Them at all. I've supported this holiday for years now. Okay, so and this she's is how they repay me. Sorrow, and she's ready to unload it on Rudolph. Whereas Rudolph didn't lose his partner, Blitzen. Blitzen won against Jack Skellington. Yeah, I think Mrs. Claus carries it here. I agree. I think she has the tools. We've got Scrooge versus Krampus himself. All right. Well, we know that
0: Scrooge went out over Buddy the Elf because Buddy the Elf is a Christmas delight and a very kind, gentle soul. Very different matchup here. We got Scrooge versus essentially the holiday season devil himself.
1: I I think this one's kind of a no brainer.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, Scrooge. I feel like he kind of like he lucked out in the first round with his opponent. I don't
1: think he really has a dog in this race. Can I be honest? Go ahead, I already wrote down Krampus
0: <laughs> well, I, I mean feel I like I
1: feel included, so this is nice i I mean, I did it just now because I knew this is what you were leaning, but I really, really don't think that that that's anything like anywhere close to a fair fight, yeah, I mean I guess
0: we're gonna be disappointing our debate teachers when we're not even taking the opposing side and trying to consider it from their angle
1: but. Do we want to do we, we, we want to take wanna a waste second? Your
0: time. No, I don't know. We're on a tight schedule here, you know, countdown to Christmas and we got more interesting fights to get to.
1: Uh, for the sake of the audience, you guys should just pretend that we did do that, but then I cut it out in editing because it wasn't worthwhile enough. Yeah. So that puts us with Mrs. Claus versus Krampus next week. And then we've got the Eastern Conference to dive into. So, Abominable Snowman versus Blitz and the Reindeer. Okay, I have a confession on this one.
0: When we talked about the Abominable Snowman last week, I was really more envisioning like a Yeti, white fur, really solid. But Abominable Snowman is just made out of snow. Right? Am I I wrong
1: with that? I think you're right. I think he is more menacing than uh, Frosty, certainly because he's got Abominable in his name. But I think that we do need to recognize that this homie is made of snow.
0: Or we need to at least recognize that the only reason we know how to say the word abominable is because of Monsters, Inc. Of course, he's a real dude in that movie. He's not made out of snow. We learned that the abominable snowman is actually a flesh and bone kind of creature, right?
1: Right. And a nice guy. Yeah, Yeah, but so is... I think niceties here are even because Blitzen, well... Blitzen's an asshole! Are you kidding? I I think I gotta go Blitzen here.
0: (laughs) I mean, I know that we've continued to go off of just, like, whoever the biggest jerk is, but we're dealing with Christmas characters here, and I think that's a significant part of who's gonna come out on top in this competition.
1: I think it's gotta be Blitzen. If we're assuming
0: the scale and scariness of the Monsters, Inc., Abominable Snowman, then yeah, we're going to give it to Blitzen.
1: Let's use that as our assumption. and Yeah, but like, what Blitzen. else
0: are you going to use? Name one other film, book, story that that character exists in. I'll wait. I guess
1: that's fair. I mean, now we have the story of Strictly Confidential that that's in. Added to the canon. Add it to the canon. Uh, so yeah, Blitzen takes that one. Oh man, this pin just does not look as cool as the Crayola Marker. And the final round, it's the Grinch versus Jack Frost.
0: All right, we got the king. The Thank you. We got the king, the lord of grumpiness. He's got termites in his teeth. There's a whole song about how much he sucks. Versus the most terrifying elemental power-wielding deity in the Christmas verse, Jack Frost. This is probably the tightest matchup we've had so far.
1: Yeah, I think these, like, I would watch a full feature-length film of just a battle between these two boys. So who you got? I don't know. I feel Grinch definitely has the hatred element of it. But old Jack Frosty also has actual ice power. We do know. Go ahead. Especially if we're imagining it as the Jack Frost that is Martin Short in the Santa Claus 3
0: Okay, I'm more thinking of Jack Frost, again, from the animated film, but I know you're not particularly familiar with those. Well, you have the Canasty Canites and the knuckleheads.
1: Yeah, these are the ones you were telling me about last week that I didn't know about. And then you said you didn't know Die Hard, and that's what everybody remembered.
0: To each his own. But uh, Jack Frost, he can definitely, he goes, and blows snowflakes, but in like an intimidating way, not in a sissy way. And I don't, But the Grinch, though, he lives on top of the mountain above Whoville. He is very well adjusted to sub below su- sub zero temperatures. I think. But it's- let's
1: take th- let's take this to a base RPG style level. Okay. Jack Frost is a ranged character with strong attacks, right? Yes,
0: a bit of a glass cannon because he's never been well built in terms of his frame.
1: The Grinch is well built in terms of his frame, but he is short range, correct? Yes. Yep. The best he could do is get a crossbow or something or throw his dog. Okay. I think the Jack Frost takes this with the ability to freeze this mofo from a distance.
0: Okay. If the Grinch gets in there... Oh, yeah. It's his fight easy, but I don't think he's ever going to get there. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think there's going to be a barrier of Frost that's going to prevent him from ever laying a finger on Jack.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: Well, as much as I wanted to see the Grinch and Krampus rip each other in half, I think that Jack Frost is going to win this one, and I got to give it to him.
1: And that wraps up our Coliseum of Christmas for the week. (laughs) Is
0: that the name? I like it.
1: So, you ready to dive into what we're talking about today? Yes, and I'm going in completely blind. So, we are actually talking about The winner of our second West conference today. We're talking about Krampus. Oh, heck yes. I want to learn more about Krampus. I figured a lot of our listeners are probably similar to us where we know the name, we know the picture, we don't know much about the boy. Yeah. So today we're talking about Krampus because tis the season, happy Honda days, merry Chrysler, Uh, God rest ye merry Volkswagen, and we're going to dive right in and see what's going on with this boy. So Krampus comes from Central European folklore and is described as half goat and half demon, which to me is one of the scariest things you could be in any any arrangement of half goat, half demon. Yeah, I'm already baffled at how those
0: proportions work out because most demons are already half goat, half man. So I'm not sure what percentage is what, but any percent demon is too much.
1: So would it mathematically end up being more like 75% goat? man I'm off the clock I'm not doing this see but I love the stats of it like what stats does this Krampus boy got I don't know We, we can dive more into that later basically this guy is the opposite of Santa Claus in that his mission is to punish kids who have been naughty and I was trying to find the exact origins of him and one one link that I found actually said he's older than Christmas which doesn't make much sense that is a terrifying concept that this guy like before baby jesus rose from the womb (laughs) you got it this guy was around and was haunting kids i i would rather not imagine that um and i i personally also thought that this thing only happened like a while ago like people didn't really celebrate it as much anymore but apparently in austria and similar german-speaking countries He's still a central part of the holiday season. So, did this
0: originate in Germany?
1: Yes. As you can tell from the way it is spelled, K R A M P U S, it is a German as heck thing. <laughs> oh, it's also, okay. It's also like this homie is half goat, half demon, which we're already a little confused about, and haunts kids during the happy holiday season. It sounds like a German thing. Now, do we know? Does he canonically? Okay, he
0: comes before Christmas. But does the story of the Krampus predate the
1: story of Santa Claus? I don't think so. I think maybe the modern depiction of Santa Claus, yes. But St. Nicholas blessing children on December 6th? No.
0: Okay. So before they came up with the idea of getting coal, if you're naughty. And heck, getting coal, it's like that's a valuable resource. They're like, that's not enough for these shit kids. We need someone else to scare them. So I, I'm asking, do you think that Krampus was invented to fill a role that Santa
1: did not? I'm not entirely sure. He fills a very similar role. Let me dive into like the holiday surrounding Krampus because it's not entirely Christmas. Okay, excellent. So Krampus knocked. I don't know if I got that right. Let me try again. Krampus Nacht. Yes, more phlegm. Uh, which is... The Krampus holiday. December 25th is the day kind of shared by baby Jesus and Santa. December 5th is Krampus knocked. It's the day of Krampus. Pick a lane, Jesus. Uh, so a lot of him is viewed as kind of like a counterpart to Santa, which is what really connects him to Christmas. It's kind of it's very different. I don't want people to think I am comparing these as if they are equivalent, but it is very like it's it's kind of how Hanukkah and Christmas are connected because they're the same time of the year. Really? Okay, so this is just because on the calendar year, Krampus Day is near to Christmas and that's why it's related. I think it's also related because a very like consistent thing about Christmas is you as a child, you have performed well throughout the year so you are getting these rewards. In the Krampus story, you have performed well throughout the year so you will not be punished at the end here. Yikes. Okay, very German. Continue. Yes. Yeah. So he'll spend the night visiting houses and hitting. Well, he'll spend the night vis- visiting children's houses and either leaving them bundles of sticks or beating them with them. <laughs> and some depictions of the story talk about him actually just dragging the misbehavior sh- misbehavior straight down to hell. Oh my god. You've never been so so relieved to
0: wake up and see a pile of sticks. It's like okay, good. They're stationary. They're not flying at
1: my head. So there are four levels here that we can think of. There is best case scenario, there ain't jack shit when I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no presence is a reward. Level -1. Stack of sticks when I wake up. <laughs> Level -2. I'm waking up way earlier because I'm getting beaten with these sticks by a devil man, big gap between one and two by a goat devil, man, level negative three, which we could probably push down to at least negative four or five. You're going straight to hell, but the best way you can describe the relationship between Santa and Krampus in this is from an article that I found from mental floss, which has to be the best possible way you could introduce these two characters into the Smash Bros. universe. Okay. This is a direct quote. They say, Saint Nick brings the gifts and Krampus brings the pain. (laughs) As I'm sure you know, I've been thinking a lot about Smash Bros. because it's coming out tonight, but I would love to see those introduced in a game like that. Definitely. There was a
0: movie recently that kind of had like all the Christmas deities, I keep saying. What was that called? Like, Legends or something? This is probably not important. There's also a movie about the it, Krampus the that I owl didn't one? watch.
1: No, maybe. It was Guardians. Yeah, that's the one. So the reason that confused me is because a while ago, there was a Guardians series that had owls as, like, the main characters, and I never saw them, but I remember seeing commercials for them, and I think the first one was in theaters, the other two were, like, straight to Netflix or something.
0: I love talking about movies we have both not seen. Let's get back to
1: Krampus. Yeah. Uh, So the other half of the Krampus knot celebrations include a Krampus lof. And just so anybody knows, all of these German words I'm estimating, I realize most of my blood is probably German, but that doesn't make me speak the language. Krampus lof is a less sinister version of the turkey trot. (laughs) Okay. Uh, On Krampus knot, it involves Austrian men running through the streets in Krampus costumes. And there are actual stories of Krampus partiers that are costumed whipping people in Jeez. their celebration, which is the most bass awkward way I can think of <laughs> to celebrate the Honda Day season.
0: So that leads me to this obvious question: Is this still being
1: celebrated today? In Austria, all of this is still being celebrated today. And the article where I read first about this, like actual current day whipping stuff, said. This is a direct quote, so grab your seat and hold on for this. Hey, at least they aim for the legs. <laughs> oh my god! Which is awful! That's the positive? That's the positive, positive. and this, this author, and I'm not going to quote them because I feel bad ragging on them so much, who's basically just like, And sometimes these fools like to whip people as they run through the streets. But hey, at least they aim for the legs. Like what? That doesn't make it acceptable. (laughs) These these American kids are like, oh, I got socks again. And
0: these Austrian kids are like, socks, I don't got feet.
1: Uh, Another weird thing about this big spooky boy is visualize this goat devil man, which we already struggled with a little bit, but you can kind of imagine that he looks like the devil, right? Yeah. This homie also has one horse hoof and one human foot.
0: Oh, he's lopsided. Isn't that weird? That's worse than just having two hooves Goat easily. Hooves, yeah,
1: easily. Without a doubt. I wonder, this is getting into the nitty gritty of it, uh, but I wonder how much. This is all fiction. It doesn't matter. Um, never mind. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, we can get the into main... it.
1: I was just curious as to like, how he was balanced, like, if he was just always, like, stumbling a little bit, or if his, l- his hoof leg had a little bit more weight in the leg to match the foot part. Yeah, a lot of the old folklore-type creatures, first of all,
0: less creative than we are now, just smoosh different animals together. I guess it makes it really easy to describe, like, I've seen a goat, I've, I've seen a devil, I guess. I can imagine a goat devil. You have like these chimeras, but the evolution of how you get to that animal is usually pretty vague. It's like, I don't even think that thing
1: can poop, so I don't know how it got to this. <laughs> yeah, well, they were also like, I. you have to remember that back when stuff like this came came around, people didn't know science the way we know science because it wasn't just like one person discovered this thing. Oh, hey, it's on BuzzFeed now. Yeah, but I'm saying you, that doesn't mean they don't have
0: creativity. They're like, I, then the right. half alligator, half
1: balloon. I, like, like, <laughs> I don't. Right, but rem, I'm talking about more very specifically the can't poop detail. You. Oh,
0: oh, oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: But yeah, the, I guess.
0: Yeah, a lot of them subsist on souls. They don't really eat. So.
1: Yeah. So they they didn't need to know. All humans eat, and or all animals eat, and all animals poop, and all demons do too. Uh, But yeah, the main thing all depictions of this have in common are a huge set of horns. I recommend people Google photos of him because he's pretty wild looking. I mean, obviously, nobody's gotten like a photo of this boy, but illustrations of him are pretty wild looking. A lot of depictions of him include an insanely long tongue, which I think is the scariest part. But yeah, it does seem
0: like a... 14 inch tongue is a key feature and horns that are way too big and he's he's always grabbing a kid by the leg
1: yeah a lot of the times he's grabbing kids he's kind of like the uh what's the name of the the jumpy jack guy spring-heeled jack spring-heeled jack he's kind of like that in that he pranks women and children although i I guess spring-heeled jack didn't prank children as much but this guy Historically Krampus pranks women and children.
0: Yeah. Well, this is probably pretty close to what people had in mind when they were walking home alone in the dark and imagining Springheel Jack it was something of this caliber. But this is definitely way more terrifying than what was actually out there.
1: Look at us. A real a real show referencing other episodes of our real show. Continuity.
0: This is awful. I'm looking these these pictures are terrible. <laughs> This is genuinely yeah, ups- this is genuinely upsetting to look at.
1: So, in terms of the American celebration of Krampus, the wild beast has started spreading in popularity. People will throw Krampus parties with costume contests and other traditions, but they aren't. Obviously, in America, the whipping tradition is a lot less common. <laughs> Certainly. Um And there was a horror movie about him a couple years ago, but I haven't heard or seen anything about it from friends, and I don't really plan on watching it, so that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it looked more gimmicky than true. Like, I, I
0: think that this subject matter could actually be truly horrific, judging by the illustrations we've seen.
1: Yeah, I think you could handle it in a way that was actually extremely well done. I don't think that's what they did. But I am saying that not even having seen the trailer, yeah. just posters. Yeah. Okay. So.
0: I got you. I mean, th- this is def- the the Krampus is scarier now. Actually, knowing that it kind of exists apart from Christmas, because in my mind he was just the Christmas monster, and that is inherently it- less scary than just like this this soulless being that has been punishing kids for millennia, and it just happens to happen during the dead of winter.
1: Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I know about Krampus. You have any more questions about the big spooky boy? Nope, no more questions.
0: I want to get this image out of my mind as soon as possible. Move back to Chris Kringle. Get cozied up, because it's chilly outside, Jackson. Uh, Well, I mean, as long as it's snowing, though, let's, let's tough it out. Let's grab a snowboard. Let's hit the Snopes. We've reached the bottom of the hill, and now we're going back to the ski lodge, and we're warming up by the fire. Mm, Wouldn't it be nice to have a little bit of that hot cocoa? Some melty marshmallows. Ah, they're they're all out of hot cocoa, though. Maybe some apple cider? Yeah, that's it. I I think I found some apple cider here. Normal drinking sounds. Oh, this is accidentally pine saw. Just like what happened in a preschool in Hawaii, where a school accidentally gave their students pine saw instead of apple juice. Now, this is Snopes.com, so it's not necessarily true, but it is the story that's being spread around. I'll give you the rundown. School officials, Honolulu, Hawaii, issued apologies to local parents after a freak accident that occurred in November this year that received national press coverage. According to a report from state officials, students in Kilohana United Methodist Preschool were mistakenly served Pine Saw brand cleaning fluid instead of apple juice after a classroom assistant tasked with making snacks, quote, saw a yellow-brown colored liquid container in the kitchen and returned it to the classroom. The assistant then poured the cleaning liquid into cups for the students, and the instructor reportedly didn't intervene until after some of the students had tried the drinks. Thereby, so did students die? No, I, I do want to get there really quick. Three students were examined, the three who had who had, had some pine salt to drink. Oh, yeah, this is true. If you didn't catch on by the 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 intricacies of these details. Three students were examined by medical providers, and they did not show any signs of illness. They were totally fine. probably didn't get a big gulp. I imagine when you go for that swig and it you know it tastes like the worst Irish whiskey you can imagine. They probably didn't drink a ton of it. Uh, the assistant, yeah. and this is, I uh, hate to inform you about this, uh, the assistant who fed these preschool children, pine saw was fired. Yeah, that makes sense. A quote from a concerned parent, I think it's extremely terrifying. It's very, very scary, but it's hard for me or any of the people that I've spoken to to understand how it happened in the first place. I can tell you why it happened. I'm going to bat for this person who fed pine saw to preschoolers. I'm looking at the pine saw that they grabbed. This stuff looks delicious. This looks like just the most lovely cider that you could crack open on a hot summer's day. They put them in these almost like Gatorade Dr. Pepper type bottles. Pine saw, okay, that's kind of a red flag. But then you got like this kind of like warm whiskey fluid on the inside. And it's, I mean, surrounded by pine cones, but again, kind of gets that cider. Okay.
1: Do read the label though, before you pour drinks out for preschoolers, but I can, so can I, I can see the mistake. I'm looking at a bottle of pine salt right now and it is green. There's different that flavors. A,
0: that's, that's okay, lemon I, I, I lime. There are
1: different. Okay. Uh, Okay, that makes sense. I just wanted to make sure because mine definitely does not look delicious. It looks close to a lemon-lime Gatorade, but I also wouldn't super consider that delicious. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: they make one that is clear. Honestly, maybe now they're, I don't know how recent that bottle is. I wouldn't be surprised if they changed the color of Pine Sol forever because of this incident. It does look
1: pretty tasty. If If there was no label on it, it would look like a drink. I mean, it's kind of like the whole Tide Pod incident where, like, those bad boys do, do look pretty tasty. They're all shiny, and they got the bright colors. Like, those look like big Gushers, which my only ever complaint about Gushers was, why ain't they big? <laughs> Can I confess something?
0: Oh, boy. We're getting real honest. Let's get into it. Do you, have you ever been to the store Lush?
1: Yeah. No, Lush is great. So, Let's be real. Lush yeah. is nice. Yeah, so I'm not confessing that I think Lush is nice. Okay, Um, My sister-in-law loves Lush, so I've been there a couple times. Um, I think every single thing in that store looks delicious. (laughs) Every time somebody shows me a bath bomb, which I realize isn't an occurrence that happens that often. Every time somebody shows me a bath bomb, I think... Wonder what it would be like if I took a big old bite of yeah, that. Yeah, it's
0: kind of the opposite of what you're supposed to do. But then they make it look like a sprinkled delight. There's conflicting information, and I'm stressing out about it.
1: And the crazy thing is I'm not even a huge sweets person, but I see those and think, but that's sour. Bet that's tasty.
0: <laughs> the real confession is that your face is pinned up in the back room of Lushes across the nation. Do not serve this man.
1: I don't know if I've ever even bought a, bought a snack from Lush before, but I really want to. What did it turn out? Was this story true?
0: No, yeah, this is definitely true. And if you want one more detail that makes this even more confusing how it happened, I talked about how delicious it looked. The assistant who pulled it off, who, who fed the, uh, the kids Pine Saw, did pull it off of a cleaning supply cart that was also stocked with trash bags and other cleaning paraphernalia.
1: I feel like the context there should help this guy figure out what's going
0: on. Yeah, given the context, this never should have happened. But, uh, yeah, and by uh, after this incident, Juicy Juice starts to look pretty good.
1: Yeah. But that's all I got. Do you want to tell our listeners about the dope tracks they've heard?
0: Yeah, if you want to listen to the entirety of our theme song without us, like, the long interruption in the middle that is our podcast check out threadbare off the album burn of proof that's by glenn merle he graciously lets us use that in our show you can check it on itunes check it out on spotify any place you get music it's probably there also thanks to connor voigt for a hit
1: the snopes jingle it's a jam it's truly a banger yeah and then uh if you want to follow us on our social media we got an instagram that is strictly confidential show and an a twitter that is s confident show and i will be posting the updated brackets on there the day this episode goes live so you can check out and follow along and see what's going on and if uh just to give you guys that visual for how it's working and then if you want to tell us anything you want to come on our show you have a funny link you want to send us i don't know if we'd click on links but we probably would we're gullible you can send us an email at strictly show at gmail.com And this
0: is probably news to Jackson, but I think we got another interview episode lined up pretty soon, but we want to have more of those, so come on the show and talk with us about what you're passionate about, one of which is definitely strictly confidential. Tell your best friend how much you love the show, and they'll probably listen to it too, and that would be very appreciated.
1: And we know that this season is a season of huge traveling. Massive traveling. Huge traveling. Very large travelings. And so we hope that during your traveling time you are safe, and we also hope that you recommend the people you're traveling with to listen to this show. Because the best time to listen to podcasts is when you're moving. and This season would be a good time for that. Don't know why I got all spooky. <laughs> I
0: did. It's Krampus season. Gotta keep, your, gotta, keep your, <laughs> gotta keep on your toes.
1: I'm just making sure I don't see that bundle of sticks. Well, as always, this has been Strictly Confidential.
0: I've been Asher.
1: And I've been Jackson. And from now until the day you die, keep cramping.
0: Keep cramping. (laughs) That's the worst.